as well. Uh, you can turn it up a little bit, just a teeny bit. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, hey, test mic. Rolling? Let's do it, man. Hello, my name is Melissa Lavo, and I'm here to sing N'enfant Bois, which is a composition by Franz Cassius, a Haitian classical guitarist who decided to write an ode to practicing voodoo far, far in the woods, deep into the woods to um, be away from the American soldiers that were occupying Haiti at the time. So it's a secretly, it's a covert song um, that's about resistance, but that just sounds very pleasant. It, it, it's actually quite radical. This week on the sessions at Midori House, Canadian singer Melissa Laveau takes to the studio to perform for us. Laveau is of Haitian descent and her new album explores those roots. She visited Haiti to discover a bit more about where she came from and the research trip resulted in this LP. It consists of pop reinventions of old folk songs that discuss history, politics, voodoo, sexuality and spirituality. Here's Melissa Laveau. like to say that I started this project when I was six years old <laughs> because I would listen to this record 
nonstop this record by Martha Jean-Claude, who was this Haitian singer with a beautiful voice. And I, I heard a lot of Haitian records before because my parents are Haitian. But uh, her voice was very particular in that it, it, was, it had a lot of low end and a lot of high end. And it was so full, and um, and I, I was p- really passionate <laughs> about it, and I, I, I've played this record so many times. Um, and when I moved to France when I was 23, um, a few years later, somebody asked me to participate in an Ode to Martha Jean-Claude project, and I was all gung-ho over it. And I started doing more research about her and the songs that were on, on that specific record, which was bizarre to me because it wasn't she was singing Haitian songs, but she was singing them in Spanish and in English as well. And the title of the record is Canciones de Haiti. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, why? And I couldn't understand. And I finally understood that she'd actually taken some of these songs from a different era. She actually navigated through the 50s and 60s and 70s, taking them from the 1920s. And the 1920s was a time when Haiti was occupied by the American military and for 20 years. And so I kept pulling the string and I kept falling on this larger piece of information. And it's interesting because my parents had never talked to me about this occupation. They really stayed stuck on Haiti's independence. Haiti's the first black republic in the whole world. We're the best. <laughs> we were kings. Um, but they didn't talk about this one period because it's it's so shameful to 100 years after the occupation, to, uh, the, the independence to get occupied um, so brutally as well. So I decided to have this project in the back of my mind because that project, the Ode to Martha Jean-Claude, was canceled. And I told myself that it was going to be an album for me, but it was going to be at the end of my career. And so I stayed in the back of my head. And I, every year I would buy myself a book that would be really interesting. Um, I bought one book called uh, A Day for the Hunter, A Day for the Prey, um, that is about Haiti's relationship with uh, politics, but the relationship between Haitian politics and Haitian song. And I thought that was really cool. And I kept accumulating books until one day uh, I was like, I have to go back to Haiti. Some, I was in between albums. I had some funds. I'm going to go back to Haiti. And I quietly started compiling names of people I wanted to meet and places I wanted to go. And people, everybody was really nice. Um, and people kept giving me books and CDs and and partitions and and it started accumulating. There's way too much stuff in my apartment right now, um, but that's how it started. So um, this song is called Tolalito, and it says oh, when I was a kid I would hear it all the time and I wouldn't understand the lyrics. And I'm only explaining it because. There's not a huge Haitian population in the UK, and um, you don't necessarily understand Creole unless you understand a little bit of French or Yoruba. So who knows? Who knows? Lots of Nigerians. Um, And the song explains that uh, this woman had this dream about her lover. So she tells him, oh, or her, uh, she tells the person, um, I had a dream about you last night. You were a bicycle, and I rode you all night. And I didn't get it when I was a kid. Of course, again, uh, lots of... Lots of erotic suggestions in there. Tout n'a ni tout l'a ni 
almost no Haitian song that isn't political or sexual in content. <laughs> and sometimes they cross over. Um, and I thought that was really, really cool. Um, I also thought it was really interesting how the a lot of the, the music was related to voodoo because voodoo was, was such a strong, like a powerful element of how Haiti got to be independent and how Haiti outwitted an empire um, in 1804. And how it came back um, as a, 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 a method of resistance, um, and not just like a method, but really like a symbol, because symbolically, Americans really hated the American military that were there. Really hated uh, the idea of voodoo, and they were really puritanical and so on. And they thought it was, and they used the excuse of of, of Haitians being savages and so on that were going to educate in a very patronizing, patriarchal way, um, and. The the cool thing was is that all of these songs and all of these these um, the the write the journalist writings all the books that were written is just um, proof that Haitian people were extremely proud of their identity and weren't ready to let it being squashed and absorbed and 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 whitewashed. Um, so that's something that I learned about uh, these songs is how strong they are. People ask me if people still sing them today, and I was like, yeah, to the point where a friend that still lives in Capaïcien. Um, asked me, please don't sing this one. We sing it every time at Christmas. We don't need to hear it again. <laughs> and I was like, too late. <laughs> and did you feel like you wanted to stay true to form with these songs? Did you have how much have they changed in from their original format to how you're performing them? Well, uh, quite a bit because some of these songs are performed on piano. Um, Nibo is uh, a, a very classical pianist called Ludovic Lamotte who wrote it uh, for Carnival as a Carnival March. And I thought, well, the piano is an instrument I'm never going to get. <laughs> um, I, I I was barred from taking piano lessons by my mother when I was six. Um, but I, I knew that I was never going to get that exact sound and that it'd be more disappointing for me to say, I'm going to do a Haitian album. And I'm going to do exactly the way people sung it. Um than to actually just do something to the best of my abilities. And my abilities are a seven, guitars from the 1970s, electric guitar from the 1970s and finger picking that I learned from my dad. And uh, this French drummer called Vincent Tégère and my producer is Vincent Sorel and David Bruni and, and so on. So the best of my 
ability isn't necessarily going to sound exactly the way um, the songs would have sounded like at the time. And I don't think that's bad. I think that it's a better it better on it honors the songs better than to sing it in a traditional way poorly because so many so many asian singers are singing beautifully in the traditional sense of the way these songs are supposed to be sung i don't see why i need to add another record like that and and to do it uh mediocrely <laughs> so this song is called it's a bit of a, a tongue twister it's called le monté cheval moi and it means when i'm riding my horse and it's a voodoo, you could say it's like a voodoo spiritual, it's a voodoo gospel song, if you will. And it basically talks about possession and how when a divinity in voodoo possesses you, you are the horse and they are riding you. And there's definitely, definitely an erotic element to it um, because it's one of those religions that accepts sexuality. Tambalawe tole, sepon, sepon. Aidawe tole, sepon, sepon. Le mamote, shvalwe gemgakie. Le mamote, shvalwe gemgakie. Listening to the sessions at Midori House, this week's guest was Melissa Laveau, and her new album is out now on No Format Records. Melissa is playing dates in Europe, Haiti, and North America from April, including a gig on the 13th at Rich Mix in London. You can find more information online. The show was produced by me, Holly Fisher, and recorded and mixed by Kieran Banerjee. Join us at the same time next week for more live music, but for now, thanks for tuning in. <laughs>